PFT Media. I keep saying I'm not going to do one of these bumpers at the beginning of the show. I, back on episode 200, I said there's going to be changes to the podcast and I'm not going to do that long preamble to each episode unless it's really important. And I've done like four or five of them in the last seven shows. But this is another important one. I have a brandy new sponsor. It's DeWitt Law. Uh, Mo called me up a couple weeks ago and he said, hey man, I want to be involved in your show. And I said, I'm, I'm aware of who you are. And you seem cool. Why don't you come on in? I'll interview you. You get to know me. I get to know you. And we'll see if it's a good fit. We'll see if we get along. Because, uh, you know, if, I've, if I'm going to have somebody sponsor me, I want to be able to get behind them and, and make sure they're, you know, they're not, just make sure they're the real deal. So Mo came in and we talked a little bit before we turned the mics on. And I can honestly say I like him. And uh, if, if I needed a lawyer, I would use DeWitt Law because he, he seems smart. He seems dedicated. He seems funny. Like uh, he, he's got a sense of humor. He's quick-witted, and he—I think he understands the law. Like we talked a lot, and we covered some law things on the podcast. And I honestly believe that his heart is in the right place. And I think this is going to be a good fit. Here's what I need you to do: if you're listening to this, um, follow Dewitt Law on Facebook and on Instagram. And if you need a lawyer, even if it's a small thing, if you think you need a lawyer, because sometimes you think you need a lawyer, but you're not sure, think DeWitt Law. Because uh, he'll be able to tell you. I'm sure if you don't need a lawyer, he'll tell you. He seems like that kind of guy. But if you need a lawyer, you're going to need a lawyer. You're going to know when. And uh, uh, Mo and the gang at DeWitt Law, are, are they're local. He went to high school here. His heart's here. He just, he became a lawyer and he decided to stay in Orlando. So that says he's something about the character of this dude. He's cool. And we got something in the works. So uh, follow them on social media and pay attention to the podcast because I got something coming up where him and I are going to be doing a little podcasting together. This is episode 207. It's my interview with Mo DeWitt. He's cool. I think you're going to like it. It, it. It's funny. We had a good time. You guys uh, have a great weekend. Hydrate. Go outside and play, wear sunblock, and remember to breathe. Peace. Scott's a good conversation. Mo DeWitt. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. You're scratching Rosie, the official dog of Scott's a good conversation. She is your new best friend until you stand up and, and then she will go absolutely apeshit. Uh, she's a great dog. She's an okay dog. <laughs> Mediocre. <laughs> she's she's a, a misunderstood dog. I wish people could see how well behaved she is when it's just uh, the fam here. But uh, she, I, I know she's just trying to... to to protect me, yeah, but uh, she doesn't understand that unless you're attacking me, she doesn't need to get all crazy. She'll I, sit I had a dog like that. She'll, she'll chill. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. You uh, you said that you'd listen, so these are three things that I know about you. Uh, you're a lawyer. I am. You um, 
you probably get this. You look very young to be a lawyer and you've been doing it for a minute, right? Yeah, about a little shy of 10 years. That's crazy. Just so you started when you're like 14. I'm, I'm the Doogie Howser of lawyers. I, I think you might be the Doogie Howser. <laughs> you get that all the time, right? I can't be the first person who said that. Yeah, especially because you know some people do hear me on radio, yeah, and then, yeah. but they don't actually know what I look like. So then I'll show up or they'll see me somewhere and they go, yeah, bring you, me the old lawyer. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, where's the old guy with all the gray hair? Which I'm getting some gray hair, but you ah. know, we're getting there. Yeah, it just gives you, uh, it makes you distinguished. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You, do you love it? Some days. Yeah, I, 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 I got a buddy who's a lawyer and he sponsors the other podcast, Dinner, a Good Conversation. And in high school, I remember we were drunk on the hood of his car <laughs> in high school. <laughs> and this is the 80s, so it was allowed. And uh, he was like, I want to be a lawyer. I was like, you're out of your mind. That's hard. And uh, he's a, a very, very uh, talented. He, he's got offices all around the United States. And uh, he's uh, he's a fancy, fancy lawyer and, and very, very good at it, too. I, I've had him do some work for me. And uh, nice. he was built for it. Now, does he like it? He, I, I mean, he loves it. Yeah. You know? and, and he's to the point where, I mean, he's got offices and people working right. for him. So he gets to pick and choose. And, and yeah. And, and I think that's the key because, you know, when I say some days, it's just like anything else. It's, it's a it's, job. It's a job and it's who you're dealing with. So yeah. if your clients are good people, you're happy, you know, you get along with them. If your clients are, you know, jackasses, then it can be miserable. I'm assuming you attend, uh, you occasionally run into a jackass. You certainly do. And sometimes, you know, people are real nice and friendly when they come in yeah. and then they're, they're calling, screaming at you drunk later that day. They and don't, they, and especially if they don't get the news that they want, which I, I'm assuming happens, you know, it's of life. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And you're usually dealing with people, with good people in bad situations. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's just it. The people at uh, the Lawyers, most of the time, they're smarter than we are. I, I saw Philadelphia. I understand how law works. And it's all, everything yeah. you see in the movies is true. No, I, yeah. it's true. <laughs> a few good men, that's exactly what it's exactly. like. Essentially, I imagine uh, the the end result is you enjoy when you're able to do what you're supposed to do for someone. Yeah, I mean, when you can, when you can actually help someone, you yeah. feel like you're doing good. And those are the good days. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, that, that's, that's, uh, I, the law intrigues me. Like I said, I when my buddy said I'm going to be a lawyer, I think my exact words were that seems hard. Yeah. Yeah. Is it hard? Some days. I mean, it's not as hard as people think it is, you know? But you, you got to pass a, like a test, right? You got to pass a test. And I mean, I'm sure I'm biased just because I deal with it every day. You yeah. know, someone facing the legal system, like they're serving a lawsuit or whatever. They're like, well, how does this work? What the hell's going on? You know, so it's, it can be confusing to other people, but it's my everyday norm. So what, what's your law? What, what's, what do you do? So mostly I do injury work and family law. Okay. And I still, I do some real estate litigation. I've been trying not to do as much of that. Lately. Yeah. I, I've, I imagine that's handy because we've consulted a, a, a real estate agent at some point because uh, we've, this is our second home and it was bank owned and oh, okay, there's yeah. a little bit of complications. And, and quite frankly, I mean, it, it's handy to have around like, it, and I didn't realize that until my adult life that it's good to have a good lawyer. Like it's to have someone, you know, and someone you trust. It's just, yeah. Someone who can just explain things to you, say, Hey, this looks good. Or, Hey, this is crazy. Don't sign this. You or, seem you know. friendly enough. You have an honest face. It's a young face, but it's an honest face. Uh, where's your offices? How can we get in touch with them? Um, so our office is downtown Orlando. Okay. We also have an office in Tampa. Cool. Um, and you know, dowitlaw.com. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. There'll be links in the show Find notes. Us, yeah. All right. Well, that was fast and easy. Uh, thing number two I know about you, and I'm not sure if this is the truth. You got your pilot's license. Almost. 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 Oh, okay. So um, I was working on it for quite some time. I completed everything except I had to take the written test. Uh-huh. And because I just got so busy, I never actually went to take the written test, but I've completed all of the other requirements, all the solos, all the, the flying. What's harder, that. being a lawyer or being a pilot? 
So I actually enjoyed being a pilot because it felt like the one sort of like academic. It's not really academic, but sort of academic thing you're doing that wasn't the law because yeah, it yeah. was a nice break. No, I imagine it's something literally totally different than what you're doing. And I think that's the way. I don't know if I could compare the two. Uh, flying probably scared me more than, yeah. than well, being a lawyer. It's got to be terrifying. You know, especially when they make you stall the plane and you... you know, oh, my God. You, know, you kind of drop out of the sky for a second and you know, I'm never doing that again. Yeah, but, that, hopefully not. That, but, that, well, they make you do it over and over again. Really? So, yeah. Like, so, I mean, you go up there and how many times they, they stall the plane and you... So it's part of the actual test that you have to take with the FAA instructors. You have to stall the plane. So basically put the nose of the plane up as much as possible uh-huh. until you lose lift and you kind of start falling back the other way. That sounds terrifying. It, it is. Yeah. And then you have to know how to recover it. So okay. the idea is if, if the plane gets too slow, it will stall. So you have to know how to recover that in the event that that happens to you while you're flying. Okay, riddle me this because I, I, I just put out the uh, episode 15 of my other podcast, uh, Dinner and Good Conversation. And the guest, uh, she's the official stadium DJ of the Orlando pride. And okay. she's very cool. Her name is Marissa Maddox. Uh, she sat down and had dinner with my wife and I, and she asked like, what would you do if, if there was a hijacking? Uh, and I, I was like, I, I would land the plane. And she says, you, you can't land a plane. And I was like, I, I can land a plane. And I'm fairly certain I can land a plane. Like I, I think if I was talking to somebody in, in the, the control tower there's systems in place, right? I, I, they, there's the dumb, dumb systems for dumb people to land planes. They, I, I feel like they could walk you through. Okay, it. so it, it wouldn't be a smooth landing. That's why I said, I said there, there might be fire. I, I said there's probably going to be some loss of life, but I can land the plane. I've had a podcast. It's a lot like flying. Exactly. exactly. Same thing. Same thing. You push <laughs> so, some buttons. Yeah. It takes off. I, I, so are you, are you going to finish? I want you to finish. Well, so we, we had a child about six months Congratulations. ago. Congratulations. So Thank you. Yeah. Um, but that kind of put a little hold on that for a little while. So, cause I used to, I would actually fly to St. Pete most of the time. Cause my flight instructor moved over there. So I used to, every morning I would leave here about 6am rockstar there. Yeah. Cool. Drive back. Yeah. Um, and I love St. Pete, but it was just a lot, you know, basically took up your entire weekend. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a drive. Yeah. yeah. So I'll probably put a hold on it for a little while and then take it back up. It'd be uh, cool when you, uh, a son, daughter, Son. Yeah. You know, when your son's a little older, see dad flying a plane, that's pretty cool. Well, it's always kind of been my dream to like be able to teach him sort of how to fly the plane. That's really, that's uh, what's harder, uh, being a lawyer, flying a plane or being a father? Oh, well, see, you know, on the father end, I I, I I've never done. I mean, I kind of give all the credit to my wife on that one. I mean, she's the one who gets up all the time in the middle of the night. She also has a nanny during the week. So we'll take some of the credit away from her. But, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, lawyer's probably the most stressful. I'll yeah. Say that. Okay. All right. Yeah. The other two seem fine. I'm, I'm assuming that, uh, and I'm not a father. I, I, that, the, the hound at your feet, like that, <laughs> you know, she's fairly easy for the most part in my eyes. And please, I'm sure a child is beautiful and the best child in the world. Of um, course. It, it, the pilot seems fun. And the, <laughs> the lawyer seems kind of fun. Yeah, some days. <laughs> um, but I, there's, there's obviously a reason that I decided not to have children is because I'm a big, irresponsible, dumb, dumb also. Well, we were kind of, I mean, we actually never expected to have kids. So uh-huh. we, we were kind of operating. Hey, we're not going to have kids. You know, whatever. All yeah. our friends are having kids. And then it just happened. And we How old are you? Not that it's I mean, 34. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the time when all your friends start popping out children and, yeah. and they, are you going to have a baby? You're going to have a baby. And we're like, no, not interested. Yeah. You know, we'll just go along with it. We had four dogs at the time. We're like, our dogs, are our kids we're good. Yeah. That, that's their, if, 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 if you're a good dog owner, it's a lot of work. I'm not saying if you're don't write me a fucking letter. <laughs> cause, Cause I will just hit the lead. Like Dear Peter, please <laughs> cease and desist. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it, 
I understand children are way harder than dogs, but you know, if, especially if you have four, four dogs is, is that's, that might be bordering on too many dogs. Yeah. Some people told me that, Yeah, but, you know, we, there's a reason for each of them that was okay. kind of not deliberate. Like I had the first one then my wife had a dog. So then we had two dogs mm-hmm. and then her sister got a dog that ended up living on our house. So then we got three dogs and then the first dog, the, the two other dogs were good friends. So then we got a fourth dog to be friends with the first dog. And okay. then, they, then they hated each other. Oh, that's, they yeah. couldn't be in the same room as each other. That so that makes fun. You know, we, we had reasons for each of them, but you know, just end up with dogs. Rosie will be the only dog until Rosie's no longer with us. Okay. I, she does not like uh, other dogs. She barely likes other humans. So uh, I'm, I'm, I've got that. We're golden. We pay when we put her in uh, doggy daycare. We pay extra money where she doesn't have to hang out with other doggies. Gotcha. She just hangs out with humans. The only only child dog, I guess. I, I don't know. I can't figure it all out. Uh, <laughs> and the, the last thing I, I know about you is you went to high school here. Yeah, went to Winter Park High School. That's crazy. Yeah, born and raised here. What yeah. year did you go? What year did you graduate? Oh three, I think. Oh, yeah. All right. I um. Right. I talk about this from time to time. In a past life, I, I was like a really crummy DJ. Okay, me too. And I used to DJ uh, the weekends organizations. I remember weekends. I might have DJed at winter. I, I might have DJed a party you've been at. I think that's probably very possible. <laughs> I uh, I mean, I had hair, so I was a totally looking, uh, different looking dude. But uh, I those weekends things were fun. You know, a thousand kids would show up. Yeah, where were those? Were they the Civic Center? Or they were all over the place. Okay. Uh, I think Winter Park High School used to do their graduation night thing at like a health club over on Lee Road. I used to do that where I'd start okay. DJing like at, like at 11 o'clock at night and DJ until like six o'clock in the morning. That was a, wow. was a, that was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> made, made like 300 bucks, dude. The big bucks. <laughs> Righteous money. Um, so I always wanted, wondered what like a kid that I DJed for uh, looked like. So I did uh, yeah, well. I, I taught it, you well. I, I give you all the credit. Peter. Thank, thank all you. All the credit right to you. <laughs> um, has it changed? Like, do you, do you think it's, it's, what's it's changed a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, I remember, you know, we're, Near Baldwin Park, I think we're okay to say that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I remember that with this Navy base. There was nothing there. You know, you used to kind of cut through on General Reese there to yep. get to the Fashion Square Mall, which yep. I don't think anyone goes to anymore. I was there this morning. Okay. I guess some people go there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'd love to go. I, I know there's a really good independent bagel shop on the other side. Okay. Bagel King. Great place. Oh, yeah. I love Bagel King. Yeah. I, I, and they're on the other side of Baldwin yeah, Park. Yeah, exactly. And if I was a good, fine American and everything that I pretend I am on this podcast <laughs> to really go local business, right. uh, I uh, I would go there every morning because their bagels are way better than Panera. But I, I'm trying not to eat a whole bunch in the morning and I need caffeine and I don't drink soda. Gotcha. So I just go to Panera and will nurse a giant glass of ice. Like you see what's right next to me that besides the, oh, there it's a go. giant glass of iced tea. That's my coffee. I don't okay. So, uh, I go to Panera in the morning and, and, uh, I'm, I'm that it's, it's kind of fun because there's this group of old people who apparently think I'm one of them at this point. <laughs> and they, uh, they ask me questions and they, they, you know, they don't, I think they know that I don't, I'm not morning guy and right. I, don't, I don't feel like I, I know what it's, but they, they are, how are you young man? Oh, how are you doing? You know, what are you doing over there? And, uh, I'm polite. Uh, I'm yes, sir. Yeah. And no, sir. And, and I, I always acknowledge them when I come in. Uh, and uh, there's a, especially there's one little old lady and I know she's German. I know her husband's been gone for a little while and she's there like clockwork. 
every single day. And if she doesn't show up, I start to worry. And soon they're going to have you as part of the group. You'll be playing Mahjong with them in the morning. You know, I've, I've often thought it would be fun to have them on the podcast. Yeah, I, I bet it would actually be fun. They, pro- I, I bet they have great stories. Yeah. You know, and and they'd certainly sit here forever and talk to you as Probably. long as you provide some nothing, beverages and refreshments. Nothing but time. But I got yeah. bagels, a dozen bagels and go. some coffee. That's all you need. Uh, the, the other thing that I have down here, hold on my notes. Uh, you just got off the radio. Like you were on the radio and then you came to my house to play radio. Yeah, I, I left Real Radio Studios, came straight here. And, and uh, what do you do on the radio? I know. So, yeah, every Friday usually. It sometimes varies just depending on the schedule. But yeah, yeah. usually go on the News Junkie with uh, Sean Wasson and Sabrina. Yeah, Amber we love Sabrina. C-Lane. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just do a little legal segment with them. And That's fun. Have some fun with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You like yeah. the radio? You seem to be a podcast dude. I, so, don't, I don't know if, if you're faking this. You love podcast things. But I, I know you, you, I think I saw you with a gentleman's guide to manliness shirt in one of your photos. Yep, I have a... That's another lawyer you know. You know that lawyer? I, I do know that. I do <laughs> are know you that. wearing it ironically Actually, or do you like that dude? So I think that one was a corporate time. I do have the gentleman's guide shirt though. Good for you. And, and I do like that guy. We've had lunch before. He's yeah, a good in guy. a fight, could you beat him up? Yeah, of course. Okay. I, I have to say that, right? You know? <laughs> All right. Um, I, I do like podcasts. I like Tom and Dan a lot. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're great guys. guys. I mean, their whole crew is, is just amazing. I think yeah. everyone who's been on, who's involved with a, a mediocre time with Tom and Dan has been in here. I've been on their show. Nice. They, they actually were nice enough. This is how cool they are in the podcast community. Uh, last year, the year before, they came to some of the little local guys who, who've been doing it a little while and they went, look, we're going on vacation. We want you to do a 20 minute segment and we'll put it on a corporate time with Tom and Dan. And they would do like two or three. That's very cool. A night. They didn't tell Jack Bradshaw at all. Apparently, <laughs> apparently they just did it. And, uh, but it was cool. You know, I, it's been a minute since I've listened to the radio. Yeah. But I, I tuned in at, at, you know, seven twenty when my little 20 minute segment. Well, of course. You gotta, you gotta hear that. Uh, I think that's it. These are things in threes. Don't overthink this. Uh, top three bands, singer, songwriters, music performers in your life right now as you sit there, beer in hand. Go. So as I sit here or just in general? Uh, just stream of consciousness. Okay. So, I mean, you know, growing up in kind of the generation I did is probably a little different than you. So yeah, yeah, to, yeah. You know, I'm hip. Um, I'm down. Yeah, uh, yeah. Big Jay-Z fan, big okay. Eminem fan. Um, and I'd probably say Beastie Boys on the third. Uh, I love the Beastie Boys. Yeah. I, I should have been a Beastie Boy. I mean, shouldn't we all? Yeah, no, I, I should have been a Beastie Boy. I love Jay Z. Uh, the Blueprint is probably one of my favorite records. It, it's a great record. His new record, the Four 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 album, is really good in my opinion too. I've got the coded. I think it's right there. Have you read that book? It's what, pretty good. It, it's it's a it's a book he wrote. Okay. No, I haven't. I didn't even know about it. Honestly, it's, I would lend it to you if if I wasn't still reading it, even though I'm <laughs> sitting right there. Uh, it's a hard read because he'll yeah. he'll put his lyrics down and dissect one of his songs. Interesting. Yeah, it, it's it's fun. I think you can pick it up like relatively cheap now because okay. it's been out a couple years. And if you're a Jay Z fan, uh, Jay Z fan, I uh, I I appreciate him even on a different level. Eminem, I, I you know what I respect about Eminem is he stopped. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean he had some some huge albums. Yeah, yeah. And then you know he kind of faded a little bit, and then he he just said, "I know my place." He's not touring. You know, he's not out there. Throwing stuff in your well, he's face. He's got fuck you money too. Like he exactly. can do whatever the hell he wants. You know, if someone wants him to do a private show, he can charge him ten million dollars. Say I don't care. Yeah, you, you know? know that that's just it. And you know, and he he, I, I hope, and it looks like he is. But I don't, I'm not like paying attention to yeah. hip hop anymore. Uh, I hope he's in a happy place. And you know, I don't know. I, I anybody who says what uh, like money can't buy happiness. Uh, there's a great David Lee Roth quote: "Is money can't buy happiness, but you can buy a big 
yacht and sail right up next to happiness. Right, exactly. Yeah, I, I hope he's happy, and I I would respect him more if he never made another record. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, uh, who who are you listening to now, though? Like, what, what's 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 in the car? Oh, you know, it's kind of all over the place. You know, I listen good. to radio some, uh, I, and I I'm a big fan of actually any genre of music. Good yeah, music's yeah. good music. I love live music. I wish Orlando had more live music. We frankly, got stuff. we got stuff. Yeah. I feel like Tampa has more. I feel yeah, like Tampa's. Ooh, you're from Orlando. Look at you. I, I born and raised here, but I go over <laughs> to Tampa sometimes. And like everywhere you go is live music. I was at so, the social like the week before. I'm a 52 year old man who went to a concert <laughs> at the social like hey, the week before. Anything Live's great. It's it's among my favorite things, and that being said, it was a band that I missed all through the '80s and the '90s. Yeah. And they uh, they're from Wales, so they don't. It's not like they come here much. Gotcha. Uh, so I got I got to see them, uh, and I've seen every band I want to see. So since they were from the '80s and '90s, how were they today? They were great. That's good to hear because I feel like you, you kind of wonder when you see a band touring for that long. Are they still good? Are they just doing it because they need a paycheck? Or do they still like it? Do they love it? Or are they just kind of phoning it in? I've also seen. I'm talking a lot on this show. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I've also seen like uh, who who did I see? Uh, the English Beat. You're, you're young. Do you know the English Beat? Nope, not at all. Uh, General Public, uh, the Jam, the Specials. Okay, yeah. You know, they're all kind of tied into this. And I saw the English Beat back like in the early 2000s, uh, and. Oh, it made me really sad. <laughs> you know, I was probably my, like my late thirties, mid thirties at that point, but it, it made me, and I don't know, do you get this when you go to shows? Like, I, I think you just saw Jay-Z recently, right? Uh, when he was here last, which I've lost all sense of time at yeah, this yeah. point. I don't know if it was a year ago or two years ago, but yeah, whenever he was in Orlando last. I mean, do you, do you look among your peers and go, oh, man, these people are really old. Yeah. You start to get that. You yeah. know, I was watching, I think some video of a, a roast and they were making fun of someone for being like 38. And I'm like, really? Like, that's old now? But, you know. You know, I, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's perspective is an interesting thing. Very interesting. And the more I do this and the more I, I talk to people and, uh, I don't know. You, you seem you seem hip. You got cool shoes on. Your little black socks. Uh, my wife bought them. Okay. Does your but, wife dress you? Because my uh, wife. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I I, uh, I am wearing seventy five percent of what what my wife said I should wear. So yeah, and, and when so some morning she'll leave before me. Oh. And when I put the clothes on myself and then come home and she'll go, "What the hell are you You're wearing?" You're a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> But I can't dress myself. But, but can you wear whatever you want within reason unless you're meeting a client? So, I mean, my rule of thumb is unless I'm going to court, I don't wear a suit. So, okay, good. You know, typically I wear, you know, pants or jeans and, you know, good. a button down shirt. Professional. You're a cool lawyer. I try, you know, I'm a comfortable lawyer. Okay, good. That's yeah. I want my lawyer to be comfortable or I want him to be wearing a bespoke suit. There you go. With a with like a stupid Windsor, like like <laughs> something that I because I, I can tie a Windsor, but that's about as high up on the food chain. Okay. Can you tie like fancy knots? Because I also want my lawyer to know some fancy knots. Yeah, I know regular knots. I'd have to watch some YouTube videos for the fancy ones. Okay, I don't yeah. I don't I don't get dressed up that much. <laughs> I used to sell menswear in, in, in another lifetime, and I I got to the point where I could tie some knots, and it's all just nonsense. I own one tie, and it, it right now, and I had hundreds of them at one point. I own one tie, and it's hanging in my closet, tied. Well, that's the way it should be. Easy well, to get on. I, I'm fairly certain that destroys the tie, <laughs> but I but I paid like fifty cents for it. it was, you okay. know, um, thing number two, real quick. What's one thing in your world that you endorse that the rest of the world needs to know about? My barber is fantastic. I'll where, give him a lot of credit. Where's your shop? 
So Kennedy's on Winter Park. Okay. But you got to ask for Larry. Okay. Larry is amazing. That's on the corner of Park and the... Uh, it's on Park Avenue somewhere. It used to be the one Thornton Park and they shut that one down. So I followed Larry over to Winter Park. But cool. he's, he's got great stories too. I mean, he's a, a master at his craft. I've never had a proper adult... Well, probably when I was seven, I probably had a proper adult... Not adult haircut, as in like a barber in a chair. Yeah, you know. But I've I've never had like a hot towel shave. I've I've never done any of that. I don't think I've ever done that either. But a good shaving cream makes a big difference. That's another thing I'll endorse. Like a a Kiehl's like out of the the jar shaving cream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes a world of difference. You, are you a straight edge guy or you... no? I'm not that fancy. Okay, I, yeah. I, I go with the you know straight the regular Bic. You know whatever it is. Yeah, I I want to try that, but I also really enjoy not being cut. Exactly. I feel like that is going to get, you know, I'm going to show up to work just covered in blood and, you know, dripping on my shirt. People are going to think I've lost my mind. And I mean, I, I know how, you know, and, and I, I've seen, I've, I don't own one, but I toyed with the idea. And then that, that whole shaving culture became a thing. Yep. And I was like, most of the time, I, I actually, my, I, I'm a little longer than I'd like to be right now, but I, 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 this, this is, I think I've talked about this already once, but I, Long time ago on episode 36, I had a, a very young up and coming local photographer named David Lawrence in town on the podcast because okay. someone said you should have David Lawrence in, and he's the talented local dude. And that was three years ago and he's still young, but I mean, he's, he's, he's like a thing now. Gotcha. But when I was talking to him three years ago, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm doing photographers. I went, Oh, you should take naked pictures of me. <laughs> and he, and he's, uh, you know, he's, uh, spiritual and, and mm-hmm. he's like oh i can't do that and I, every time i see him i'm like let's do naked pictures so about three weeks ago he was like you ready to do naked pictures <laughs> and, and i went yeah let's do it and i i've been working out like i've been okay. watching what i eat and i think i'm in pretty good i watch i i lost some weight and, and uh i think i'm in pretty good shape and i'm not getting any younger so uh, i i'm about to shave like my body, not my body, but you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna full, do a full body wax here. No, no, I'm not. I'm doing a grooming. Like I'm okay. not. I, do you manscape? Are you a manscape guy? I mean, a little bit. I feel like everyone has to a little bit. I'm not on top of it all the time. Because, I grew in. A, yeah. I grew up in a time when there was no yeah. manscaping, but I, I manscape now. You know, because my wife likes. The, yeah, I feel, I feel like it's a nice thing to do. You know, and I, I buzz everything down. I'm not. I'm not a baby. Right. But I right. buzz everything down. So I, I'm getting this. This hair and the shade. I, I'm sorry. I don't look prettier. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> you, you and me both. But, you know. <laughs> no, you look great. You lost a little weight, right? Yeah, I have lost a little weight. Just you know, like you're saying, trying to eat a little better. Yeah, that, um, see that that right there, what's in your hand, and what I just got done—that's my problem. Yep, exactly. That'll do it to you. Yeah, and and you're at an age where it start you because I mean I don't know if you were party boy, but not really. But I I was party boy, so I mean I I would think nothing of you know on on a night you know drinking eight nine beers. Yeah, I mean my biggest thing is I after you work or even on the week, I just like eating out. I like good food. Yeah. You yeah. Know? That's nice. That you doesn't go, suck. You get some good food and then you start getting some good drinks and it, it just, yeah. Even sometimes, especially like, you know, you, you have a new child and you have dogs and, and you're like, let's just order in. Oh, uh, just uh, delivery. Uber eats and all that kind of stuff is, uh, delivery doesn't suck. But you're, like I said, you're getting to the age where you're in your thirties where you go, well, that shirt doesn't fit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, Start having like three different closets for depending what side of the spectrum you're on. If you've been a 
anyway, I uh, on Monday I'm having naked photographs taken of me. I mean, so. th- that really intimidates me. I'm not gonna lie. It really? You, you wouldn't do it? I got a guy. I, I don't think so. No, <laughs> I, I, got, I got a guy. <laughs> I'll stick with my lawyer portrait instead. But well, I, I don't. And th- he said they're gonna be tasteful nudes, and I don't. He's show- doesn't he's, everybody say that? He showed me some samples. Okay. And, and I mean, it's like, you know, my junk's not going to be hanging out. There's shadows. Like, I, I, I trust him. He's done okay. some photographs for me before. He did, like, not headshots. I don't call them headshots. Right. But I've reached this weird point in my podcast career where people ask for a photo occasionally. Uh, so, you know, and he, he, I think if if I went now, I'm not going to do that. Then uh, somehow I lost the challenge that I gave to him. So, yeah, I mean, you did initiate. You brought this on yourself. I so. didn't think he'd do it. <laughs> so They and, called your bluff. And I, I don't know, man. There's something funny about the naked body. Oh, absolutely. You know, we're all we're all naked. We come in naked, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and uh, at some point, you know, we, we're all naked. And I don't know, like the plan is to shoot a video of it and hopefully edit it so no one sees my dick and take the video and put it on my Patreon. Okay. So if you're listening and you want to see a video of me having a, a naked photo session, go to patreon.com slash scotch and good conversation. It'll be up like in a week and a half, two weeks or whenever I decide to edit it. <laughs> if I, if I decide it's actually really good looking and I might put some of the less risque photos on there also, but I'm not okay. posting them on Facebook or anything. You got to go to Scotch a Good Conversation, uh, Patreon.com/slash/ScotchAgoodConversation. As long uh, as it doesn't turn into porn and good conversation, no, 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 that, that, we're good. That, that's we're just good. it. You know, I don't. I'm not. I don't want the world. To, I got a cool dick. Like it, it's 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 okay. It's a healthy, healthy yeah, penis. You know, it's it's. No, I wouldn't call it healthy. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right. Well, it works when I want it to. That's important. But uh, you know, it's you know, it's a 52 year old penis. So it's well, it's had a lot of wear and tear. So so you brought the lawyer in this week. Next week we're going to the erectile dysfunction drug ads. <laughs> no, I, don't, I haven't had that. <laughs> okay, happen that's yet. good. No, knock on wood. Hear that? That's me. <laughs> knocking on wood <laughs> not not just actual wood um so i don't know where i was going with that we tend to say uh, 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 oh, oh last one uh what's one thing you could teach me that would help me in life you don't have to do it right now okay um good question i'm pretty useless in general <laughs> according to my wife at least she doesn't um, say that let's see because one thing i could teach you that would help you right now yeah yeah uh, I could teach you how to fly a plane. You think so? Yeah, I could show you. All right. Yeah, I could do that. Plane uh, cast. You know, uh, I, got, I got mobile equipment. That'll be very loud <laughs> in the background. <laughs> you were assigned a task to ask me uh, three questions. Now it's your chance to ask me the first and only the first of those three questions, young man. Okay. So you first, you, you already kind of said it, but have you ever hired a lawyer? And if so, why? A couple months ago, we noticed some mold on our AC unit and we, we called up a company and they came in and... I know more. I know better than this. But next thing I know, I'm signing things and they're putting up tents and there's drying shit. And, uh, you know, a week later, they they take my air conditioner part and it's in the driveway and I'm getting phone calls from my insurance company. Mm -hmm. Long story short, uh, they get done and everything's beautiful. And but they charged my insurance company the maximum amount of uh, of you know money it, it's amazing how they do that on every single job i know yeah. and i know better than this yeah. I, i'm really good about like i'm, I'm not going to sign this until you know i at least take a really good look at it right but rosie's going ape shit they were yeah. they were in the house i they, they did the hustle to me they That's absolutely they did yeah. the hustle 
So uh, I was worried that I was going to be in the pocket for a couple grand because I knew my insurance company. If you need to get that, dude. No, no, it's fine. Okay. Uh, I, I knew my insurance company and I've got a pretty good relationship. I've had the yeah. same insurance company since I was legal driving, since I was 16. Nice. I've been going with the same company. So I know they're good and we've never yeah. really had any real issues. Um, so they were really cool and they really did work for me, with me, but I, I just ran some papers, emailed some papers to him and he looked through them. And, uh, like I said, it's, it's good to know, like, it's good to have somebody. Right. And it's good to take that step up front typically before you get yourself in trouble too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of... Remind the kids where we can find the DeWitt law oh, yeah. firm again. Just DeWittLaw.com or Google DeWitt law firm. It'll come up. Yeah. You'll uh, find us. I'm going to ask you some questions right now. Sure. And I don't know if you're old enough to remember this. I. When I was a kid, it sounds so dirty coming out of my mouth. Birthday spankings were a thing. Okay. I remember that as well. Yeah. Uh, and do you remember like a, a pinch to grow on or one yep. to grow on? Absolutely. Do you ever have like a creepy uncle? At the time, it didn't seem creepy. Like an uncle put you over lap and yeah. spank your ass. That's not the question. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, is what's something that seemed innocent when you're a child, but now as an adult, you actually think it's really inappropriate? I mean, I feel like in the time that we're living in now, there's a lot of stuff. I know, right? Um, I, I thought mean, of birthday spankings. I was like, this is really creepy. It's really messed up. Yeah, I mean, that that's a great example. Uh, by the way, don't ever Google birthday spankings. You know, and going back to the radio show, he used to, we don't do it anymore, but he used to send me these like wacky legal, legal articles uh -huh. and I would Google them and I would get this like Google warning about like, you know, child pornography, like do not search for child pornography yes, or whatever. I, I know Sean it, is on the he, outer echelons of, yeah, and I mean, of I was the just, internet. I was trying to find the story he was referencing, but yeah. yeah, you can get into some trouble doing some Googling. Google apparently warns you, which is nice. That's but, good. I, know. I appreciate that from a legal standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but back to your question. Oh man. I, you know, I, I'd say, I don't know if this is still acceptable or not, but I feel like, you know, just running naked in the sprinklers in the front yard. You did that? Uh, yeah. All the time. Really? Naked, naked? Yeah, I mean, you're a little kid. You just, okay. you don't have a swimsuit. You just run around naked. I mean, See, I don't, I'm not. I guess so. I guess I've seen naked kids running around. Not here. There's mostly old people. Like, yeah. It's like this, like me and a whole lot of old people in this neighborhood. But I remember, I, even kids like in their underwear makes me uncomfortable in some sort of weird way. Well, and nowadays it should. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, a concern of people's. I, uh, I, I don't, I'm so far removed from children because I, I just like they, I'm not good at it. I don't, I don't know. How, my wife tells me I got to stop talking to them like they're adults. See, I actually think you're supposed to talk to them like that's, they're adults. That's just it. Yeah. Like, you know, how you doing, man? Yeah. Everything okay? Yeah. How's work? Like the first <laughs> time I met my wife, I mean, we were married at the time, but her niece, I talked to her like she was a little child and she looked at me like I was a moron because she was like 11. I'm and like, you told her, I'm a lawyer, kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. just sit in the corner. Yeah, I'll sue you. But I mean, I, I have one older sibling who's eight years older than me, so yeah. I, didn't, I didn't grow up with like little kids or I, I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm awful interacting with little kids. Even you know, with my son, I just figure it out. Sometimes I'll talk to a buddy of mine who's like wife is pregnant and he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I was like, man, you, you know, your dad did it. His dad did it. And some dads do it terribly, you know, but you're here. Like, I think ultimately if you're here and mildly well adjusted and you try, you, you try that. Yeah. That's just it. And, and that's, that's the thing is, you know, some people just don't try. Some people just bounce on the whole thing. And, and, uh, so and yeah, and that's, yeah, that's not those guys are dickheads. All right, exactly. But I, if you're there, you're trying. You, you're not going to screw up that bad. Is kind of my uh, my theory on it. Question number two. This is the first of a couple lawyer questions. All right, because I had to do them. Of I don't, course, I don't, I don't know why. Uh, and it literally says lawyer question. The law is reason without passion. You know who said that? I do not. Aristotle. 
Yeah, my good friend Aristotle. Uh huh. Do you, do you agree with that? The law is reason without passion. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I kind of liked it too once I started reading because I didn't understand anything because any of it because it's Aristotle. Right. Yeah. It, it basically, you know, it says this is right and this is wrong. Right. And it doesn't care the 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 feeling or the emotion behind it. And you get that a lot. I yeah. mean, you get, you go to court and the, the judge says, well, this is the way it is under the law. And the client goes, well, that's not fair. And I go, well, write your legislator. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, I don't make the law. I just am here to argue on your behalf and, and try to get you a result within the confines of the structure that we're working in. But yeah, it doesn't care why, you know, it doesn't care about your feelings. There's something about beautiful about it. And I, I don't know enough about it, but I'm so intrigued. Yeah, it can't. I mean, if you're stuck in the legal system, it can be awful. I, I guess mean, so. It, you know, yeah, it's not necessarily a fun system to be in. And it's a very unpredictable system. And that's why, you know, with juries, especially there's so much leverage, I guess, really risk on both sides, because you never know what a jury is going to do. Yeah. Um, but often you don't know what a judge is going to do either. You know, I can usually tell you, hey, they're going to do between A and B. Depends on the day. Depends on the day. But either way, you know, people often come in and say, well, you know, I want I want justice. I want my day in court. And usually, you know, no matter how good your day in court goes you don't really walk out happy no, no, that, no one ever gets everything they want that, that was a lot of fun the only guy yeah. like having fun in the court is probably if you the can judge stay out of a yeah. courtroom that's best for everybody <laughs> i uh I, we got a, a jury summon is that the word yeah, yeah. a couple days ago and i saw it and like oh please don't be me actually kind of i kind of dig getting jury duty see i think it'd be fun yeah have you ever done it Did, I, you i've get to, gone you, they've yeah. never selected me because you're a lawyer I mean, I even went before I was a lawyer when I was yeah. in college or law school, one of the two, and I still didn't get selected. Um, I don't, you know, they don't tell you why they don't select you. So yeah. I assume that probably was part of it. I didn't get, I didn't get it for years. And it's probably been about uh, seven or eight years since I got it. Like I've only had it once yeah. and I got selected and it was a DUI thing. And uh, from everything I could tell, the cop didn't do a good job. And, and the guy, and it seemed clear that the guy was drunk, but the cop did a bunch of shit that he shouldn't have done. Yeah. And see, and so that's the thing too, with like DUIs, cause I've done DUI trials before. I actually used to think they were a lot of fun back when I did them. I don't do them anymore. They make me sad. I imagine. Well, it, they were fun because it, I, I represent the defendants. Yeah, yeah. So they were good. fun in the sense that, you know, by the time you got the cop on the stand, it was usually a year or two years later. They oh really, my God. They really don't remember anything yeah, from yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, they, they've, they've done it's, it's all hundreds day. or thousands of traffic stops since then. So they're looking at their report. And if they didn't take good notes that night, they really have no recollection of it. So you could really have a lot of fun with them to make them, <laughs> just like you said, seem like they didn't do a good job. Yeah. Um, so it, it was it was somewhat fun. And, and then, you know, some of them, and I, I really do like cops i like police officers yeah i mean I, there's know. there's they're doing their job and they have a hard job absolutely i I, w- I couldn't be a cop if you asked me to every day it, it just you're dealing with the worst in humanity yeah. you but, know but i had this one cop on the stand and he did the uh the whatever it's called the sobriety test where you walk you know one foot in front of the other yeah, yeah. and he did it on the i4 on ramp which is obviously at an incline yeah. it's supposed to be done on a flat level surface doesn't seem fair so I, I say, was it a flat level surface? And he keeps going, yes. And I go, it's an on-ramp. You realize that, right? Yeah, that's flat and level. I go, it's at an incline. It, it's, it's a ramp. It's going up. Well, no, it's flat and level. And I mean, he just looked like a moron because he, he just from a principal standpoint, would not agree with me. So he was just... just he was just being difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, I'll say it. You won't. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he knew he was wrong. And the guy got a not guilty when, you know, he probably shouldn't have, frankly. Um, but Hey, you know, nice to have a good lawyer. Well, that's when you do your job. <laughs> you know, I, uh, 
I'm I am I am Lyft boy. I don't do Uber. I am Lyft boy. Okay. But at some point, I I probably could have used a really good lawyer. You know. And at least nowadays there is Uber and Lyft. Yeah. Because I, you know I remember growing up here, you try to get a cab, you could never get one. No. I mean, you call them, they never come pick you up. No, especially they get if lost. Like New or, Year's. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're like, well, whatever. I'll go to the next one. I found this guy here. And so at least now. You have another alternative. It, it, it's so great and it's so easy. Like uh, a couple nights ago, like I, I went over the the Nook on Robinson's, one of my sponsors, and I was mm-hmm. just going to go over there. I knew I was going to have a couple beers, and it cost me you know a couple bucks to go over yeah. there. Yeah, it, especially if I'm going downtown. Uh, you know, it, it's well, six seven bucks to park downtown. Right, it's easier just to hop in a lift. And I'll go just down have there. you know two beers last or a beer last, and it pays for itself, yeah. and, and it's less than a you know thirty five forty thousand dollar DUI. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, question number three for you. What are two things that people should cancel from their lives? Subscription services. Okay. Like I mean, I, well, I'm not going to be specific on it, but yeah. at least if you're me, you, you know, you click that button on your phone and now you have 90 subscription services that are billing your credit card and you have no idea what they're for. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, that's probably a fair charge. You don't really. So like finally the other week I went on my iTunes account and like looked at what I've actually subscribed to. A lot of apps. A lot of apps that I've I've never even touched or yeah. opened. Um, so you know, start there. Okay, that's, that's a pretty a that's pretty smart. Yeah. One more. Um, so what was the original question? Something you should cancel that would improve your life. What are two things that everybody should cancel from their lives? Okay, cancel from their lives. I'd say just watching television. Yeah, good. I, I, I really think that's a giant waste of time. I haven't. I, I, it occurred to me last night and it wasn't like i was we were trying but i hadn't turned the tv on like the tv's always on like i yeah. I, I have a screensaver and i play music but i don't turn it on during the day at all and it occurred to me that we hadn't had the tv on like in two days like which we dd works a lot like a whole lot yeah and so she gets home like she leaves like at six thirty, seven o'clock and gets home like at seven okay excuse me um so you know, we'll sit down and we'll, we're eating at 7 30 8 o'clock which is unhealthy and bad but and it's usually in front of the tv yeah but we'll watch like we're going through breaking bad again which i am telling you is well worth going yeah. through because i think another thing's coming out like on october okay so uh we're going through it and it, it totally holds up but just because we were busy and uh, i put i put out an episode of the other podcast last night that's kind of time consuming editing right. and putting it out like I was like, I don't miss it at all. Yeah, it's well, and, and let me clarify my statement there. Like, I, I think watching shows is fine, but I'm a big proponent of actually doing something with your time. I yeah. feel like you just plop yourself. People have a tendency to just plop yourself in front of a television. The idiot box. Yeah. And just w- sit there aimlessly. Yep. Where, you know, time is really the most precious asset we have. Do you read? I, I try to, but yeah. you know, I read so much for work that it's yeah, I not, guess so. Yeah, that's that's, uh, you know, think of I'll that. do the audio book thing when I'm driving sometimes Good. and do that kind of stuff. Um, but reading, you know, it's kind of tiring when you're reading all day long. I'm as telling well. you, you might like the Jay Z book, and I got the new Beastie Boys book. Okay, that's a man. It's big. It's thick, and it's a chock right. full. But it's so far, I'm about uh, a quarter into it, and I okay. really like it. Yeah, I'm a big vacation reader. I like yeah. reading on vacation because it's just you can disconnect and kind of live outside the legal spectrum and just forget about everything else. I've got uh, uh like that leather bag right there. Like I, when yeah. I go out, if I'm going, you know, more than just like to the store or something, I take that with me and it's got a book and it's got like not a diary, but like a calendar that, that I write in and stuff like that. And if I get a minute it, and that's the thing is I'm so slow. I like, I read so slow. Yeah, that's fine. It doesn't matter how fast you read. It's just being able to disconnect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think you've seen it while I've been sitting here. My phone just lights got, every five minutes. You, you, you know? You've got a family. You've got a, like a, a, a high 
a stressed job, you know, uh, and you mean you've got a business that you're running. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I feel like everyone needs that time to just disconnect and enjoy life once in a while. And I think we're losing that because we're so connected at the same time. I hate like, uh, like I, I brought up the fact that I'm exercising and in the last couple of so episodes, I brought up the, the fact that I meditate, like okay, nothing has changed my life more than meditating. Yeah, my dad's a big, uh, big into meditating. Meditating yeah. and yoga are his two. Yeah, things. I, I know. I mean, I, I, I do yoga, but I, I haven't reached that point in my weird journey yet. Like, I really like it, but I can't see myself doing it like at home. Well, what I think is hilarious is so he goes to the YMCA to do yeah, yoga, yeah. and I'm pretty sure it's him and a bunch of like 65 year old women hot. in this yoga class. <laughs> so, not, not, yeah. I, and, he, and he like tells me about his friends from yoga, and it's yeah. like yoga friends. Oh yeah, you know Beth, you know, and she's you know retired and. You know, so he's like the guy going out with all the uh, the the yoga wives, yeah, I guess. Good. Yoga wives is cool. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, if 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 anything else, I mean, it's like turning off the TV and just stop and, and talking to each other. You know? And oh, absolutely. Just, uh, and, that's a good answer. Good uh, for you. I'll try. Hey, uh, you need to ask me your second question, please. What is a pet peeve of yours? Um, or something that really irritates you. I um. People going slow in the left-hand lane really piss me off. And I'm not a speed demon at yeah. all. Like, I'm, I'll leave early so I don't have to speed. Like, I don't, and I'm not, not, not driving slow. Like, I'm driving to North Carolina in a couple of weeks right. to, to visit my mom. And, you know, it will, it will take me, you know, eight, eight, ten hours, depending on, you know, how many times I have to pee. Uh, but, but the road works if we all just go an appropriate speed and then pass in the left-hand lane. Like that's that's the way it's supposed to be done. And yeah. if you're cruising in the left-hand lane to prove to everybody that there is a speed limit and you must abide <laughs> by it, you are a fucking idiot. If people are passing you in the right-hand lane, you're not doing it right. Uh, understood. Okay. <laughs> are you cruising a, a the left-hand lane? Uh, not anymore. Okay. But a little <laughs> rage in your voice over there. But it's it's just like it's dangerous. No, I agree. I, I mean, agree with you on that one. You know, it, it, you're not teaching anybody a lesson. You're not you're not better than anybody because you follow the rules of the no, law. You're just being obnoxious. You're just being a dick. Just yeah. move over and and you know let the world go by if you're in such a not rush. Because I always assume the person behind me is trying to do something good. Right. You know, they they got they're they're trying to make it to you know wife's having a baby or there's a fire. Or, you know, they're saving something. They're saving the planet. You know. So just move over and let let the, let the, let the <laughs> and you know people go nine hundred miles an hour. They're just right. as bad as the the. Yeah. I'll stop now. See you ass. <laughs> uh, apparently, I did ask. Yeah, it's it's uh, I, I going on road trips with me is is very very annoying. Okay, I, I, I get enraged. That's why I got to teach you to fly. That's I, I you know I don't know I'm not good at flying. How do you know? I because I we we travel a little bit. I'm not okay. I'm not I don't, I don't know if. If being the guy in charge, me being in charge would be a really good idea either. Uh, I think I could do it. I could land a plane. Yeah, I'm going to take you up on that. Gonna, All right. We're going to fly someplace. Uh, uh, hey, we're going to take a break. And we do music during the breaks. And uh, if you want your music played on Scotch Good Conversation, email me it over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. I dig this band. I just found them a couple of days ago. This is a band called Off Day, and this song is called Light and Shadow.
since 2005. Red Light, Red Light has been living, serving, and brewing craft beer for thirsty craft beer lovers here in Orlando. They love craft beer, and they know you love craft beer. They have 24 tap handles. They have over 300 bottles and cans, and they brew delicious, award-winning craft beer right there at their location. They are the reason I love craft beer, and I think you should check them out too. 28810 Kareen Drive in the beautiful Audubon Park Garden District. Check them out. Red Light, Red Light's been doing it for years, and they continue to do it for years because they love craft beer as much as you do. Let them know you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. I do not know why I dig that band so much. That is uh, Off Day. The name of the song is Light and Shadow. The name of the record is P Naked, which I don't even understand. But uh, uh, there'll be links in the show notes for them if you dig them and check them out and download their music. We, we like local music. If you want your music played on Scotch A Good Conversation, email me over at scotchagoodconversation at gmail.com. If it doesn't suck, I will play it. This part of the show is brought to you by Compass Box Whiskey. If uh, we drink scotch, we drink coppice box because it's glorious, beautiful, uh, amazingly made. It's it's like a work of art in each every and every bottle. Go to your local liquor store. If they don't have coppice box whiskey, uh, make them get it. And if not, go to a different liquor store. And your button guy, if you need buttons, little pins for your podcast or your 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 law office or your bowling team or your family reunion or your scout troop or your church or anything, your button guy is my button guy. He makes uh, little buttons. He makes big buttons. He makes magnets. He's on Instagram and he's on Facebook. And those are the only two ways to get a hold of him. He is reliable. He's uh, honest, he's damn good looking, and he's inexpensive, and he has a quality product. Compass box and your button guy. Uh, question number four for you. When you confront people for trying to cut in line, how do you do it? So that's another, in, by the way, that's another pet peeve of mine. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, in my personal life, I'd say I'm very non confrontational. Okay. So, and I think that's because of, you know, professionally, you have to be confrontational. So, Personally, I kind of revert from that. Okay. So unless it's egregious, I'd probably let it fly. Egregious. That's a good lawyer word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's outrageous, egregious, and it will not be tolerated. <laughs> is, is cutting a line ever egregious? I, I feel like it can be, though. Yeah, it certainly yeah. could be. You know what? I I, I love a good uh, no cuts, no butts, no coconuts. I like that. Because I will say it. I, I My wife, it drives her crazy. And then <laughs> if they're looking at me, I'll go. No coconuts, and I'll point them to the back of the line. And as they walk back, I'll continue going. No coconuts. Shame them. I've I've said it. I've said it to full-grown adults. No <laughs> coconuts. Well, they can't argue with you on that. No, because it's a law. That's a law. You're a lawyer, right? Exactly. Yeah. No cuts, no butts, no coconuts. I think it's a law. It might be in the Bible. Question number three for you: What are two things that have gone away and should be brought back? Oh gone away and should be brought back i feel like there's some food products that are on that list yeah I'm not hit gonna, me go oh man i'm not gonna be able to think of them 
Probably because I shouldn't be eating them and I haven't eaten them in, in years. Gone away from your life, or, or they're no longer manufactured. Like the McRib, like that's gone away. And do we really need the McRib though? Let's... You know, I haven't had McDonald's in years, li- literally years. But I like the McRib. That was that bun. There was the onion. It the was fake ribs in some it. Some sort of rib meat yeah. thing. The barbecue sauce. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that we need. We shouldn't that. bring the McRib uh, back. I'm, I'm against that. Okay, so it's things that we need to bring back. Yeah, here, here's one actually that I do kind of believe in, you know, not always being engaged with a phone or, and I know that sounds generic or, That's you the know, perfect answer, but you know, and I do it. My wife yells at me all the damn time for it. You know, you're, I get home checking the phone every five minutes. And it's almost like a nervous, like tick now where you're like, Oh, maybe I got an email. Let me check there, to see if I got an email. Let me see what's going on. Rush. Yeah. You know, there, there's it's science, you know, that that's right. And we're, not, we're not hunting and gathering. We're, we're looking for likes. Yeah. And I mean, having that out of your life and just like turning it off, having a conversation with people and not being constantly engaged. I don't know if that really answers the question. No, that, that's but, a, that's yeah. the perfect answer, dude. You know, I, uh, I read a life hack about two weeks ago and it absolutely works. If you're trying to get shit done, like uh, I'm that sometimes I'll sit in here in Rosie land and i got a computer in my lap and I'm trying to edit and I keep my phone right here to my right. Mm hmm. And it, the, the, this life hack said, put it someplace you can't see it. You can hear it like, you know, it, right. you know, uh, you know, you can hear it if someone calls, but you're not, you know, you spent most of your life not looking at a phone. I mean, especially at our ages, my age, your age, you know, I spent most of my life not looking at a phone. So, you know, somewhere deep back in the back of my head, I, I'm like, I don't need a phone. And I get more done when I just literally put my phone like behind the computer screen or, yeah. or behind me. It's it's the perf it's probably the the biggest life hack that I've used in the last probably twenty years. Other than you see all those posters to your left. Oh yeah, this is a great life hack. Also, if if you want to hang a poster and you can't get the wire to uh to you know when you hang up like a uh, a print or something, you gotta right. get the put a fork on the nail and then you can like ah, uh, boom nailed it. Very nice. Scott's a good conversation. I'm here to help. Well, the, there you go. I'm here to help people. Another thing on that, which okay. I can't take credit for this because someone else told me this. I don't remember who, but you know, they said like our parents, they would go to work or dad would go to work depending yeah, yeah. on the family and they wouldn't talk all day and then they, or they wouldn't text all day and then they get home and they actually have a conversation. Yeah. So talking, that's nice. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, so, I mean, I text with my wife probably like 50 times a day, you know, it's not, how was your day? What was your day? When you get home, she already knows everything I did. And I you know guys ever it. text each other from the same room? Oh, I'm sure we have. I mean, yeah. hey, can you can you bring uh, that popcorn in here so I can eat it in bed? I don't want to walk all the way to the kitchen. Come on, we uh, help me out. We're not that bad. Like we, I, I'm fairly good. Like I stare at a computer all day long, so I'm okay with making it go away, like for a little while. And I'm trying to even cut it out more. If you listen to the first 25 episodes, it's me saying I'm getting rid of Facebook <laughs> like, because I, I didn't think I'd be podcasting for a right. living, you know, and, and I need, I need, you know, yeah. that's, that's free publicity. That's, that's promotion. Mm-hmm. Like I need it. So, and if I was smart, I would have started a fake account and promoted scotch and dinner off that fake account. But I didn't see this becoming a thing. Like this was just a hobby. It was, and I still love it. Like I absolutely love it. It's, it's like my one of my top five things to do in life, yeah. just this. And that, you know, as far as like things that have gone away is this. Yeah. And, and I'll second that with a sense of humor. 
Because yeah. I feel like people take themselves too damn seriously these days. Uh, I, I think, Not everybody. Yeah, but, but you're, you're in a serious, like, you, you've got a serious job. Yeah, but I feel like people get worked up over nonsense, you know? Yeah. You know, whether it's politics or this changing. No, yeah. I get that. And I think some of that's, you know, kind of what's been pushed on us, certainly. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about stuff that, that would fly a long time ago that, that doesn't fly now. Yeah, and, you know, some of the comedy, people are you know, criticizing comedians. I mean, look... Either it's funny or it's not funny, but yeah. you don't really criticize the content of it. You just don't watch it if you don't like it. It's 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 interesting, and I think, and I have nothing to back this up with, but things go in cycles. We've probably been through yeah. this cycle already. I think you're absolutely right. It, it's just a cyclical, you know, you know, it, you know, when the the 30s, the 30s, when was prohibition? The 30s, 40s? Uh, yeah, I think late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, I mean, in the 30s, we we weren't allowed to drink, you right. know, and and things go in cycles. How, yeah, how'd things, that go? <laughs> 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 a toast. Well, there you, go. <laughs> uh, 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 you know, it's things go in cycles, and hopefully, you know, I think it all balances out for the most part. Don't be a dick. That that's kind right. of the underlining theme of Scotch and Good conversation. If you know, if you can help one person, and don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Question number six for you. Uh, it's an email. Emails are sponsored by the Nook on Robinson. Probably one of my favorite places to go. I'm probably up there. Uh, two, three times a week, probably, you know, and sometimes on Saturday mornings, which makes me sound like an alcoholic, but they actually have coffee. They have tea. I keep telling this example, but it was so surreal and wonderful and very telling of the nook on Robinson. Saturday morning, it was around 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning. And uh, the bar was open. They had, they had great local coffee in there. They had tea. They had some food. And there was a sitar player playing. Interesting. And I got a beer. Because it was my day off. Yeah, you know, I, I got a beer. That's a hell of a day. It, it's you know, it, it's it's perfect. It's a perfect little cool bar. They were located over in the milk district at twenty four thirty two East Robinson Street. If you go in there, do me a favor, even if you've been in there a hundred times, say Scotch and Good Conversation sent me. I put out a uh, a call for emails at uh Scotch and Good Conversation at gmail dot com when I I uh found out you're gonna come on. And the title of this email is Cool, a Lawyer. <laughs> it says, hey, Pete and Mo. So this is addressed to you. I well, appreciate it. Sometimes they address them to Rosie, too. This person didn't address it to Rosie. It says, I have a couple legal questions for you to kick around. Uh, here, you can do something with these. It says, question number one. There's 10 of them. So we just blow through these. Let's go. And I'll probably fuck them up. I'm not good at reading. Question number one for you. If a criminal pulls a gun and points it to you while you're driving... Is, are you allowed to run them over? So why are they a criminal? That would be my first question. I don't know. They're pointing a gun at you. Well, I guess we got to see why they're pointing a gun at you. But typically you are allowed to act in self-defense if you want the real answer. So depending on the circumstances, okay. you would be allowed to use reasonable efforts, which if they're pointing a gun on you, you could run them over. Now you might get shot in the process. Okay. Because I think they could probably pull a trigger faster than you could run them over, depending how far you are from them. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a Honda but, Insight. I can't go there fast. <laughs> Question yeah. no, question number two for you. I like this one. Um, is owning my own poppy field legal? I don't see why not. <laughs> opium. <laughs> I mean, if you're producing opium, that's a different story. But poppy seeds are on, on every good hamburger. I, bun. I, I like that Actually, question. I think they're pointless on hamburger buns. Yeah. But anyways. Uh, if uh, question uh, thing number three, if you punch an undercover cop, does it count as assault assaulting a police officer? Uh, that's a good question. I actually think it might, depending. I don't know if knowledge is an element of that crime that's necessary. If just what the fact that they're a police officer qualifies it. Yeah. So it's not, it's not my fault if I don't know if, if, you know, if he's trying to like 
put my army on my back and I don't know he's a cop. Right. But if he's trying to put my army on my back, he's probably going, I'm a cop. I think if he's identified himself as an officer, um, because that comes in with resisting arrest a lot. Okay. If they identify themselves as an officer and you still resist, at that point it's a lawful command so that they then you are guilty of resisting arrest. So I'm going to use that logic and apply it to this and say if they've identified, even if they're undercover, if they say I'm a police officer and then you punch them, then... Okay, yeah. so counselor, can I say that? This is yeah, sounds, sure. sounds cool saying Absolutely. that. I've never said that before. So let's say I'm a knucklehead and I'm drunk out of my mind downtown and uh, I'm, I'm raising hell and a cop comes up to me and I get all snotty because that's what I do because I got a bad attitude. And uh, I start to fight him and he says, I'm a police officer. And he twists my arm around my back and he takes it. I can't see him. He takes his cuffs out and starts to cuff me. I turn around and clock him one. Because I don't know if he's really a police officer. I don't think it would matter as long as he's identified himself. So I should always believe anybody who says it's a police officer? Probably not a good idea. But in that situation, from the law's perspective, and go back to Aristotle on that one, uh-huh. I think you'd probably still be uh, guilty of you know, battery on a Leo. So if I want... On a what? Uh, Leo, law enforcement officer. Oh, please. I'm also a Leo. I thought you meant somebody born in, in <laughs> mid-August. So if I want to beat somebody up, I should scream I'm a police officer, but that's also bad too, right? Yeah, that would be impersonating an officer, so you might have some other issues there What if too. I scream I'm probably a police officer? I mean, maybe you should say I wanted to be a police officer in another <laughs> life. If okay. you can get that out in time, you well, might be okay. Okay, by that time I'm getting punched. Uh, number four for you. Why aren't you questioned privately as a juror instead of uh, in a group thing? Um, Seems like it would make more sense. I think it's probably designed that way for a time perspective because jury selection is very time-consuming usually takes a half a day or a full day just okay. to select a jury. Yeah. Um, now on the, the end of the trial, they can do juror interviews if there was juror misconduct or allegation of juror misconduct. So that's kind of the flip side, but typically I think it's probably for time Okay. as well as, you know, they don't want really the jury to be interrogated. It's really a sense of, can they be fair and impartial? And so, you know, in a group setting, typically you're probably less likely, frankly, to say something that would be, would make you fair and impartial. So, I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but I think it's really for uh, time and efficiency. You're just talking lawyer talk, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you give me you give me a couple of beers and it just all comes out. <laughs> Question number five. You made a little bit of sense. Uh, are there any penalty, penalties for trick-or-treating beyond a certain age? Um, Absolutely not, besides shame. And there should be no shame in that. I feel like trick-or-treating is okay. My wife seems to think I hate trick-or-treating. <laughs> I just hate getting dressed up. Uh, question number six from this person. Uh, a friend suggested to avoid a DUI, keep a bottle of sealed liquor in my car. If stopped, while visible uh, to the officer, open the drink and drink. Uh, open the drink and drink a large amount, so he can't prove that you had liquor in your system prior to the stop. Would this work? So that is a rumor that's been out there for a long time. He got part of the rumor wrong. Though. Okay, you have to get out of the vehicle, sit on the curb, and then start drinking because even if the car is parked. And even if the keys are out of the ignition, you could still be guilty of a DUI because you're within the realm of controlling the vehicle. Oh, the old, the, the old, uh, whatever that is. That's yeah. So that's why they always say you put your keys in the trunk or put the keys in the, uh, like, you know, above the tire if you're going to sleep in your car while drunk. Oh, it's good knowing this. Yeah. Oh. But that that's what the old rumor is, whether that would really work. I mean, who knows? Depends on the circumstances. This question, number, thing number seven, question number seven, I don't know what we're doing here. Is it illegal to snack while you're driving? 
Absolutely not. Oh, but I can't get on my cell phone, but I can, I can. Uh, you can eat a burrito, have some <laughs> dipping sauce. Burritos are the worst thing to eat while you're driving. They're, they're the worst and the best. I mean, you feel like it would be a very handheld item. Yeah. But if they're not properly wrapped and sealed, that can really be a mess. I've, I've had a lot of messes with burritos in the car. Question number seven from this email. If, uh, if you leave a poison cake on your porch and someone steals it, eats it and dies, would there be any legal consequences? I think it would depend on the intent as to why you left the poison cake on your porch. So you're, there's some old case law that says basically you're not allowed to booby trap things. So you okay. can't. There used to be people who would have like a, uh, if someone broke into their house and opened the door, there'd be like an automatic shotgun that went off and shot the person. Okay, yeah. Uh, so that's illegal. You can't do that because it's not a a similar level of defense as to what the person, the person's trying to steal property and you're trying to kill them with an, with an automation. Basically it's not allowed. Okay. I, I'm going to, I'm going to pretend like I'm a lawyer here. It would also be considered an attractive nuisance. Ooh, good old attractive nuisance. <laughs> Am I right on this? Um, I, I mean, cakes are very attractive. I, I love a, a nuisance, good cake, so. like a birthday cake. If someone had a birthday cake with candles, that 53 candles, that said happy oh, yeah. birthday, Peter, but it was poison, I'd eat the shit out of that. Well, let me tell you, if it was a kid, you would be guilty of that all day long because okay. attractive nuisance usually goes towards children with like swimming pools and diving Or a trampoline-shaped cake. Trampolines, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you, they get you on the attractive nuisance all day. Okay. Oh, uh, Damn, I, I nailed a, a lawyer term. Yep, you lawyered it. Uh-huh. Um, can the police, number nine, can the police uh, arrest you for refusing to evacuate uh, during a hurricane? Uh, uh, during a hurricane. Can't it, read. Historically, I don't think they, I think they would go and inform people. I don't think they've ever arrested people from what I, what I remember. But can they? They probably could. I feel like they should be. Able it's an to. evacuation order. It's yeah. probably they probably do have some authority to do it. I think it's probably the resources that it would take. And then where are they going to put you? They to transport you to another jail. Yeah, and, and, like, yeah, and leave. So. Okay, they probably won't. But I don't. Uh, and number ten is the last one. Is it illegal for a parent to open up a grown child's mail? A parent to open up a grown child's mail. If they don't have the consent to open the mail, then it could be illegal. Okay. Uh, it says. Uh, I hope you can use one or two of these. Keep up the good conversation. And it's signed K. So oh, that's my mom. Thanks, mom. Did your mom email me? Thanks, mom. Um, here is a commercial. Orlando Meats. Orlando's Butcher and Best Burger, and pretty much the best restaurant in Orlando, has a special deal just for you. Just you, the person I'm talking to, the person listening to Scotch and Good Conversation. Right now, go in, mention Scotch and Good Conversation, and take 10% off. 10% off breakfast, 10% off lunch, 10% off dinner, 10% off anything at the butcher shop, 10% off a craft beer, wine, anything in there. Take 10% off. If you've been before, now you have an excuse to go again. And if you haven't been before, what are you waiting for? 10% off the best food you'll ever put in your mouth. Orlando Meats. They are located at 728 Virginia Drive. Go in today. Men's and Scotch and Good Conversation take 10% off. Grilled Cheese Happy Hour. I got your attention with that one, didn't I? Grilled Cheese, Craft Beer, Friday Nights at La Femme du Fromage in the East End Market because they are... Orlando's Cheese Shop. Every Friday night, they're giving you samples of grilled cheese sandwich and samples of delicious craft beer. And they could not be more amazing. Check them out every Friday night in the East End Market. And then 
follow them on social media so you can get updated on what's going on in their brand new location in North Quarter in Orlando. The East End Market is located in beautiful Audubon Park. It's 3201 Kareen Drive. When you go in to grab one of those grilled cheese sandwiches and a beer, tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And your third question to me, please, young man. So I know you did the vintage menswear thing prior to this. Yes, sir. And you're currently a podcaster. What would be your ideal profession besides those two? Uh, profe- you know, whatever. What did Anthony Burdine do? Uh, I think he, uh, the he coolest, titled himself coolest as an essayist. In, yeah, but, yeah. Well, I can't write. I don't. I don't want that. I don't want to be an author. But whatever he did on uh, so uh, your part, speecher parts unknown. Okay. I want to. I, I like want to travel and eat and drink. I like it. And I know that's a job. I know it is. But I just. I. I, I think it's a job that a lot of people don't get to do. Most people don't get to do. But yeah, I know. It's, it's a great damn job. Yeah, doesn't anything really make you sad? Yeah, the ending of that makes me very sad. But his show is still great. It's Especially I, the 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 second, not um, not parts unknown. The no, next no, one. no. Well, parts unknown was the next one. Yeah, that yeah. was The last one. I, I thought that one was really great because yeah. I think he had complete control over that one. Yeah, or mostly control. It's, um, it just goes to to show you, and I say it at the end of the podcast: if someone's having a bad day, you know, say, hey, "How can I help?" Yeah, I mean, I think in life and as humans, we always think when things are bad, they're never going to get better. And when things are great, they're never going to get worse. And I also alluded to it earlier when I said, you know, money can't buy happiness, but buy a big boat that pulls up next to happiness. You don't know what road someone's going down. Right. But uh, I want to be Anthony Bernard without the the sad demise. Good answer. I got dark. Um, (laughs) Question number seven for you. After hearing that someone is planning to buy you a thank you gift, is there a polite way to tell them that you were glad they helped you, but you really don't want anything from them? I mean, I think just a typical, you don't need to do that or that's not necessary. Yeah. Usually works. So I think that's sufficient. I'm a, I'm a big fan of a, in a digital age, like when you leave, you'll probably get a, like a, a day or two later, you get a, a thank you for coming in email. Mm-hmm. And when I put it out, you'll get an email saying, I hope you're pleased with the way this came out. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of uh, bring a gift to somebody. If you're going, you know, it, I, I, and my wife thinks I overdo things, but I, I think overdoing I think, things I, is I'm a just, good thing. I'm just that, old school. Realm. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, and when I, had an adult job when I was in sales for like a corporate thing. I worked for a great company. They're no longer around, which says something. But uh, I worked for a high-end furniture store mm-hmm. on Park Avenue. It wasn't Restoration Hardware. It was a place called Storehouse. Gotcha. And if you came in and I got your information, I wrote you a thank you note. If you bought from me, you know, I wrote you thank you notes. You know, I, I it was it, it just like handwritten. And I'm yeah. not I'm not if you follow me on Facebook on Scotch and Good Conversation or Scotch and Good Conversationalist in the Facebook group, um, you'll see that I do not spell well. I, I am not the king of grammar. <laughs> I, I barely read, but it was it was a hard thing for me to do. And I would write 25 thank you notes a week, which, and by that I mean I would write 150 thank you notes a week, yeah. but 25 of them would be correct. But I, I'm, I'm a fan of thank you, but I'm also a fan of if someone says you don't need to do that, Say, well, I appreciate that. I just want to tell you thank you. And I, and I think that's really the gesture is yeah. is the communication. I think that's what's lost. 
And, you know, I used to be really bad with thank you notes and thank you gifts. And I've tried to get better with that. I think it's a generational thing. It's a, But it's also like just good business. And I think it's it really good business. Does, it goes a long way. And I think it goes even further today. I think a little effort on that end goes a long way. I mean, people always talk about Jimmy Kimmel being yeah. really good at that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he'll pick up on, hey, someone had a baby and he sends them a gift. Or, and I think people really appreciate that. I, I've tried to incorporate more of that into my life when someone has a child or you know, something, so, any excuse really to just say, Hey, thinking even, about you. Even on a personal level, a, a, a Didi always says that I'm, I'm not sincere, but I'm overly nice and I'm not trying to be, I'm just like, right. I'm, I'm my dad, you know? And when I was a kid, I didn't, when I was a kid, I was like, Oh, he's all L seven, you know, he's square. And, <laughs> and, um, I, I, but I, my dad was just nice. He was just yeah. a nice dude. And I, I get dark and I get, I get pissed. If you're driving in front of me in the hey, left hand lane, I'm, I'm going to give you it. the finger yeah. and you'll shoot me. I'll run you over. We learned something. It's <laughs> 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 bringing around podcasting. Uh, um, but I mean, I'm generally a nice person and a thank you or even a, how are you doing today? Yeah. Now how, you doing okay. You, you, you know, you, you know, if there's no one in line behind me at that Panera because I'm not going to the uh, the local bagel shop. I'll say, you know, hey man, it's early. It's seven o'clock. You haven't you doing okay today? You know, because I know those girls. I don't know their yeah. names, but I buy a glass of tea from them almost every morning. Yeah, a little small talk can go a long way. I don't know. It's uh, life is too short to not say thank you. But also, if if someone wants to do something for you just out of gratitude, let them. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I would agree with that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of if someone wants to help you out, let them help you out. Say thank you. But people will do nice things for you out of just because people are generally good people, I think. Most people, I think, try. Now, have you ever had the situation where you want to do something nice for someone, but you don't want to insult them by doing it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I've got friends who or like in the podcast community or in the music community who... You know, I, I'd love to hang out with them more, but I don't want to bother them. Right. You know, I don't, yeah, there's an element of that. You know, I don't like, I know you get a lot of like emails and you get people want to hang us, hangers on or, or, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to like say, you know, Hey, let's get a beer, you know, because I'm assuming everybody's doing that. Right. And I don't want to be that guy. Um, does that answer your question? I'm not sure if that's where I was going. Yeah. With yeah it. I mean, I think so. Yeah. I, mean, I think a lot of times people want to do something nice for someone else, but they'll find a reason why they won't do it. Because you know, doing whether, nice shit is hard also. It, it can be hard. Sometimes they'll be intimidated by it. Sometimes they may not want to insult the person. Yeah, you know, yeah. If the person's in a tough spot. Ultimately, for me at this point, I I try to be a good person and I I try to just be nice, you know? And I tr- that being said, I mean, I try to like make myself happy and, and me being nice to people makes me happy. If I can make the girl at Panera smile in the morning... You know, they probably think I'm an old man pervert, but I'm, I'm, I'm not flirting. I'm just like, right. You're just, being I'm just friendly. I'm just like, Hey, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm having a good morning. You having a good morning. You cool. Yeah. You know, you've been here a while. You just getting on. You just, you know, have you been all night? You, you up at you know, four baking bagels. Right. You know, I'm, I, I don't know. Life is too short to be a dickhead. I would agree. All right. One more question. All right. And we're almost done. Uh, who do you know that I don't know? She come on the podcast. Well, I asked you if you knew Sean Wasson, the news yeah, yeah. junkie, a little bit. Yeah, I, I, he's, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a local dude. I mean, I, uh, I have him in. Or C Lane, Christopher Lane from the I, news I, junkie as well. I follow him on Facebook. He plays like guitar and shit, right? Yeah, he plays at uh, Casey's downtown all the time. Yeah. They on the weekends. So I didn't know that there. up until recently. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty good musician. I've seen and him play before. They've been on the air for four or five years, five. 
I think yeah, five or maybe even six now. It's that's crazy. Yeah, it's, they've been on for a little while. Because in a former life, before vintage clothing, I owned an environmentally friendly cleaning company. Okay. And I would I listened to their first couple uh, uh, episodes, seasons. What well, I don't know, call them on the radio. I guess episodes. Yeah. Um. Uh. Where everybody was just kind of getting know know each other, and they were right. kind of thrown together. Yeah. Yeah, it was sort of that corporate. Uh, and I, I know Sabrina a bit. Like, she's been on Dinner Good Conversations. She's been in here, and we've hung out a couple times. Actually, I sold her, like, a digital recorder. I think, <laughs> you know, I, uh, um, so I, I think we're friends. Like, I got her phone number. Uh, and and I, I remember hearing that first episode, and they, they were, like, kind of bumping heads. And, and it was fun, and I love what they, they've become. I don't listen to the radio a lot, but I yeah. like I like their thing. Yeah, I've never heard the first episode. I kind of knew that was coming about for about a month just from the, the grumblings of what was going on. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but yeah, I love Sabrina. We actually went to the Bahamas together last week or that, last year. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It's actually the island that the hurricane just hit, which oh, wasn't no. so fun. Yeah. 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 I used to go there a lot and will hopefully go there again. Yeah. Uh, once they kind of rebuild there. But yeah, they're they're all great people and, and they have a pretty good product, I think. I think they do. Like, um, I don't. Uh, I mean, I, I, I know Jimmy, Jim Colbert a little bit and I like what he's doing over there. I don't listen to radio, man. Like I, I don't, I, I'm gotten to the point where I don't even listen to many podcasts. The only local podcast I really listen to on a regular is uh, a mediocre time. I'm a, I'm a BDM yeah. you know, because, because they put out a really good quality product and, and, and it's worth the money. Uh, you know, and I'll scan around it's, the local podcast scene is amazing, and every now and then you'll yeah. you'll, you'll go. Someone will email and say, "Yeah, someone talked to you about you on this show or that show." And, right. and I'm I mean, I'm an egomaniac. I'll go and listen. <laughs> I'll, I'll scan through until I hear my name. You know, um, and it's not because I don't support my scene. Like you know, I, I'm I'm a patron on on some local podcast that I'm not on, um, but uh, I also don't want to get in the habit of of saying something that another podcast says or something i'm trying to do right. my thing yeah you want to kind of have your own ideas thoughts you don't want things to seep in and and i think that and i'm proud of it like i think this is very unique in the local scene i would agree you know it, it's I, I i'm not saying i invented the interview i don't know anybody who does an interview where the guest asks the host questions that's a good point yeah i, I honestly don't i don't know the only question that i didn't answer ever was uh Gary Lambert from Gary Lambert Salon on Park Avenue and his husband, Sean, came in here mm-hmm. and uh, they asked me what I sound like when I'm coming. They asked you if you sound like what? What I sound like when I'm coming. Oh, I did not catch that the first time around. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. <laughs> and I danced around the answer. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. That's, yeah, yeah. I danced yeah. around it. I don't I don't know if I, I, I've only listened to it once and I can't tell you if uh, if I answered it properly. But I sound very manly when I'm coming. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> thank, well, thank you for that, Peter. So who do you know that I don't know should come on the podcast? Well, I said Sean um, oh, yeah. or C Lane. Okay. Um, do you know Juan, Juan Gonzalez? No, who's that? Oh, so, no, I do know Juan Gonzalez you know Juan? from, from uh, the, um, uh, what's his, his foundation? Um, uh, Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, he's been on. I love that He's dude. been on, yeah. He's a chef. I think he might have worked at Castle. He, wor- he worked at Ravenous Swan- Pig for a while. And Ravis. he's got a hell of a head of hair. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. got a beautiful I gotta mane. respect a guy with a great head of hair. I, I, that guy's like too smart for his own good. Like, I, I yeah, want to be I want to be him when I grow up. Remind the kids where we can find the DeWitt Law Firm. Yeah, DeWittLaw.com. Google DeWitt Law Firm. You'll find us out there. I like you. I did, I like you, have, you have a good time. This is cool. This is a great time. All right, good. We're, we're friends. I, I love you. You're my new friend. <laughs> uh, the, the haunting theme of Scotch Good Conversation was written by my buddy, CJ Mask. 
If you need something for your podcast, see what she's doing? She knows what's going on. Uh, if you need something for your podcast, get at me. I will get you at him. Uh, follow links to my sponsors. Mental Wisconsin Good Conversation. If uh, there's someone in your life, I said it earlier, I say it every episode. If there's someone in your life who needs help, ask them. Say, what can I do today? What can I do to make your life easier? It's good karma. Did she just burp? I think she just burped. Uh, it's good karma. Make you feel good. Be nice to each other. Uh, hydrate. Drink water. It's it's still hot outside. Uh, wear a sunblock and remember to breathe. PFT Media Production.